Welcome to the Hidden Wire podcast. This is episode 683. This is my solo rant, tech and human connection. Enjoy. G'day and welcome to the Hidden Wire podcast. This is my solo rant. Today's solo rant is all about tech. Is tech killing human connectivity or is it not? This is from an article I wrote, guys, so you can check out the full post of that using the show note links at thehiddenwire.com for this episode, or you can just listen to this episode and jump online and let me know what you think. Leave your comments in the comments fields for this particular show. You can also reach me, guys, uh, through email or perhaps Facebook Messenger. Might be the best way to get me through social media as I don't hang out on other platforms too often. So yeah, if you um, have some thoughts on how tech is infiltrating our lives, let me know what you think. Technology has been said to come with many great efficiencies, and I certainly uh, believe this, it does. But as we marvel with tech's rapid and amazing advances, we are becoming more aware of how significantly, both positively and negatively, it infiltrates our everyday lives. Digitalization has a heavy impact on our lives and is now a prominent field of study. Backed by research, there are those who would argue that tech is indeed making life easier for people. Then there are those that would disagree, stating that the digital world is killing what it means to connect, what it means to be human. Many studies suggest that people are less effective at developing interpersonal skills and relationships, unable to share emotions and feelings, and lack an understanding of how to behave in social situations, a cause of the infiltration of tech into our lives. So what are the pros and cons? Is tech bringing us closer together or further apart? Is tech giving us more opportunity to create new connections and fulfill the fundamental human need for belongingness and relationships? Is tech having a detrimental impact on social interaction and our ability to develop and strengthen our relationships in life? I often hear people saying that because of tech, they are more social than they otherwise would be without it. We now have the ability to connect with friends, families, colleagues, and even people we don't know 24 hours a day, right from the palm of our hands. Social media gives us an opportunity to stay in touch with people we love. We can text our mates anytime. We can talk to people on the other side of the world. We can play games with a group of mates, each from the comfort of our own residency. We can conduct business conference calls at a distance. We can find new romance online and interact with communities of interest. Compared to post-2010, a lot has ta- changed in the digital space. The human population is more interconnected than ever before. In many ways, it's really cool. I love the ability to conduct interviews myself and make new connections across the world. I love the ease of organizing schedules with others at the drop of a hat. However, I do wonder, are we missing out on the importance of face-to-face connectivity with others? And I for, believe, I for one believe that we are. As I've developed a greater level of awareness around tech and its addictive tendencies, there are many aspects of my digital life I do now certainly understand and dislike even. I hate the feeling and need to constantly check in, using idle moments to scroll Facebook, checking email every time I find myself standing still. The simple desire to pull out my phone every 10 minutes to click open the screen to close it and then putting it back in my pocket without even realizing what I was actually doing. It's like driving through a traffic light and not remembering whether it was indeed red or green. And I'm sure you can relate to those experiences in life. These are automatic and unnecessary behaviors. And I'm even guilty of checking my phone while driving. And I know that's a big no-no, but I see so many people doing it. And certainly it's one of those behaviors that you just have to 
uh, try your best to stop. Certainly one that I continue uh, to pull myself up on. What I notice more and more is how many of us are doing the same thing. And if you haven't already, take notice next time you're out. Pause and take a look around you. People everywhere are glued to their phones. I drove up the street just the other day and every second person, I reckon, was taking a selfie. People are walking around with their heads down and their eyes on their phone. People standing in lines, rapidly scribing text messages or scrolling through other social posts. Selfies being taken and uploaded because you never know who may want to just have a look at you uh, on your next trip to the post office. In social situations, it's worse. And this is really devastating. And and people are commenting on this more and more these days. People on dates are hooked to their screen. People in meetings passing the opportunity to collaborate in favor of tech. Sitting in seminars glued to their phone rather than listening to what the presenter has to say. A missed opportunity or learning opportunity there. Social functions that become a mingling of people sharing videos and favorite posts. There are many missed opportunities. It's a mad display of tech at its best. And it has definitely taken control of our lives. Just look around you. Hampton's findings indicate that users of social networks tend to have more close relationships, not just online, but in real life. His research further suggests that tech creates more opportunities for relationships, strengthens relationships by bringing us closer together, helps to keep long-distance relationships alive, creates communities, and can even make us more aware of group diversity. Hampton is indeed pro-tech. I suppose if our ability to connect online does lead to real relationships offline, then tech can certainly have a role to play. However, other research highlights that in most cases, it does not. Instead, it usually leads to isolation, less compassion and understanding for others, and a decreased sense of how to behave when in social situations. I've also read that when distant relationships are left untouched, it can lead to greater connection the next time you catch up. And you think about it, if you're not constantly in communication, the next time you catch up, you have a lot to talk about. This creates a more robust relationships because people have so much to catch up on and it actually helps them avoid going to tech um, when in these situations because there's just way too much to talk about. Isolation is a major cause of the increasing amount of depression and anxiety in the world and according to one study, social media and technology are the most dangerous of all factors. While there are always ways to overcome tech addiction, one article by Alex Lickerman states that the problem isn't the fact we are using tech and social media, but because we are substituting physical relationships in favor of electronic ones. And that is, I guess, a big problem. Apparently, we are unaware of just how subtle belly-to-belly connections affect our biology. And this is something that I was previously unaware of. In social interactions, we are exchanging pheromones and hormones that without can make us feel lethargic and spiritless. We become less energetic and motivated and feel purposeless, not purposeful in life. And having a lack of purpose in life is a major reason for depression. My favorite study presented in Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers, The Story of Success, and you can check out my book review at thehiddenwire.com, found that a little Italian community that migrated to the US were living noticeably longer lives. They did a lot of research into why. The reason was attributed to the community's unprecedented level of social interaction. People walk streets talking, meeting, drinking, taking coffees, and finding an excuse to connect. You couldn't travel too far without engaging with another person. People knew more about their neighbor's business than most of us know about our life partner's business today. Perhaps a perfect breeding ground for the exchange of pheromones and hormones. 
Social interaction and a sense of belongingness are essential for meaning and purpose in one life. Without it, we lose our sense of self-respect and self-worth. This can lead us down paths towards depression. Human connection is an important aspect of our lives and the substitution of tech is disconnecting us from what it is to be fundamentally human. It is a fundamental human need. Behaviour is something that is learnt from our social interactions and studies have also found that a disconnection from social environments leads to a less or leads to less learned behaviours. We are less able to understand what is considered acceptable and what is not. One study I read indicated that the internet is a perfect is perfect for communicating information, but less effective for communicating emotions and feelings. And of course it is. How can you do that? Body language and the exchange of pheromones and hormones are not delivered effectively when using tech, yet essential for effective communications. And perhaps emojis cannot replace um, how we feel or our emotions. If we are not having frequent social communication, we become less effective at communicating our emotions and how we feel when we do have such opportunities. We may be great at tech communication, the use of emojis and such other such acronyms, yet not so great in social interactions. And this could be a great problem going forward because we are going to be more dependent on social interactions, I believe, moving forward as tech takes more control of the lives and AI actually has a big role to play in the um, human evolution going forward as well. Behavior, compassion, empathy, these are elements and Things that tech may never replace, and I read about this in a book by Jeff Colvin titled Humans Are Underrated, What High Achievers Know That Brilliant Machines Never Will. You can again check out my book review at thehiddenwide.com, just type in humans are underrated. He made the point that these human traits are what will ensure our continued success. When it comes to process skills, machines can handle these just fine. But when it comes to innovation and progress, it is our ability to communicate, tell stories and think that will allow us to forever dominate. Humans are beings that not only rely on relationships and connection to survive, but these same facets of human condition will allow us to thrive. Colvin explains in his book with amazing clarity that the likes of empathy are something that machines will never beat us at. And other intangible facets considered difficult to forge would be feelings, emotions, understanding and compassion. In summary, I'd suggest that tech, social media and the internet should not be used or considered a substitute for human connection, social interaction, or used as a habitat for our interpersonal relationships. It should be used as a tool to create more opportunity for greater human connection. I believe tech is killing human connectivity, and this is having a huge impact on the quality of our lives and the state of our happiness. I am, however, optimistic that we are becoming more aware of tech's impact. And as we do, we will begin to see more and more opportunities to connect offline, belly-to-belly, face-to-face, human to human. Guys, I would love you to leave your thoughts at the show notes for this episode, um, your comments and questions as well. Reach out to me directly via email or Facebook Messenger on social media there. That'd be great. Let me know what you think. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. 
Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.